It's time to watch The Muppets with special guest Raquel Welch. Sounds good. Um, Megan, 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 Megan. Dougie, Dougie, Dougie. It's time. Dougie, Dougie, Dougie. Can't you see? Sometimes your podcast just hypnotize me. Pockets? Podcasts. Oh. But I said it like really fast together. Your big glasses. I love them. This energy <laughs> this you have my, right now. This is my house glasses. These They're are my like house glasses. Big glasses. All your hair piled on top of your head. An I have old cheerleading on. shirt. Yeah. It rules. From 98. You see this that? is. And like we're upstairs in the attic. There's just the one light on. It's yeah. got like. We have sleepover vibes right now. Definitely. It's, it's summer. summer camp out. We don't have school summer tomorrow. Summer kickoff. Oh, I definitely have school tomorrow, but. <laughs> It's okay. I get to I get but to go to school from home. Stay. It's fine. Yeah. It's not a big deal. No big deal. Um it's time to watch the Muppets. It is time to watch the Muppets. Okay. So we watched the Raquel Welsh episode of the Muppet Show. And do you know Raquel Welsh from anything, Doug? Because I don't know that I've seen anything she's episode been in. Three Eleven. I don't. I feel like I know her as a reference. Point. A reference. I heard her name a hundred times. You ain't nothing is but she, a reference. Is she from the movie <laughs> like, Ten? Ten. I've never even seen I've seen seven. Do you know what that movie's about, Doug? I've seen seven. It's about the seven deadly sins. Squinness Paltrow. <laughs> it's her head. Uh, okay, what so about let's... 13 Ghosts? Have you ever seen that one? 13 Ghosts. And then he gets like... That's the one with the boat, right? open. It, that's, the one, that's Matthew Lillard's last movie, I think, for our generation. Mm-hmm. What about Scooby-Doo? Uh, I think that one came after the original Scooby-Doo. Wow. But yeah, I guess the sequels, he did those. So Raquel Welsh is an actress... And a singer, and a model, and a sex icon. Uh, I'm trying to find things that don't just say she was on The Muppet Show here, which, like, I feel like it's... Oh, did you know Raquel Welsh was on The Muppet Show? Yeah, like, that's what The Muppet Wiki uh, pulls up. It's like, oh, oh, she was on The Muppet Show. She was definitely on The Muppet Show. I have my phone somewhere. Raquel Welsh. She won attention for her role in Fantastic Voyage in 1966, after which she won a contract with 20th Century Fox. They lent her contract to the British studio Hammer Film Productions, for whom she made One Million Years B.C. (laughs) So she's an actress from a bunch of movies that I've never heard of. Her last name's Welsh. Is she Welsh? Um, Megan, she was in the movie Bedazzled in 1967. With the British actress. Bedazzled a remake? It, isn't what's her name in that movie the model who tried to be an actress for Elizabeth Hurley? That's what I'm trying to tell yeah. you. In 1967, she played the Elizabeth Hurley role. That movie oh. from 2000 was a remake. I had no idea. Is That's this the original crazy. cover? This right is here? the original, like is not the that original, the 2000. Frasier? Yes, Brent Fraser. Brendan Fraser. That's Brendan Fraser. Do you remember and Raquel Welsh? We're, no, no. Oh, oh. These are two different movies, oh, oh, oh. both the same name, both the same concept. I, move, I, I imagine. Do you remember when, like we as a people used to call him Brendan Fraser? What's his name? Fraser. Fraser like razor. Fraser like razor. Brendan Fraser like razor. Yeah, but I Is remember Fraser like the show. I remember fully calling him. First of all, first of all, quiet your car. Rude. I remember calling him Brendan Fraser. Maybe I hear the blues are called. You can tell that we didn't like this episode, right? Frasier's a better one. So, Frasier's a good sitcom, I think. 
Um, before we get things started, I brought How you a about, gift. Why don't we get things started? What's that? Oh no! A Muppet Lego minifigure. Oh 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 oh! Okay, hold this mic for me. Mm-hmm. Should I get a scissor? I don't know. Or use your teeth. <laughs> like a savage. So I'm holding your mic so that when you come back, you can be heard. You shouldn't do the review. Oh, look at you. You're a pro. You're like, I'm not going to do the I'm review until I get here. Douglas. Yeah. Burr, burr. <gasps> Who'd you get? Who'd you get? I didn't even feel it. Fozzie. <gasps> you got Fozzie? No way. I did a good job. I love this. And... This episode is kind of a Fozzie episode. It or is at least a Fozzie, Fozzie has like <laughs> Whether Fozzie, we like it or not. Can I just say something about Fozzie? Uh-huh. He will take his clothes off for money. Oh, Fozzie will? Yeah. yeah. And it's funny because all it is is that little bow tie yeah. and hat. And he's also a virgin. You can tell by he's, this episode. Yes. Yeah. Do, people, do kids even talk about that shit anymore? No one even cares. Is this in case I lose a help? mic? Yeah, it came with an extra microphone. In case you lose it. Lose it? My brain is broken. What's this? A cane? There's two. It's a it's a pole to make this the microphone stand. Here. Oh my god! <laughs> what have you never played with Lego before? Where's I all have. the other pieces? Here, I have played with Lego before, but you're rushing me. There's a banana. I'm not trying to rush you. <laughs> okay. Doug's so trying gonna... to mansplain Lego to me. Oh my god! I think this is this is Big Brother explain. Yeah, it is. When I explain Lego. <laughs> okay, here you go. So now that's your microphone stand. Oh, it's a full-on stand. Yeah. So then you put your little microphone Sweet. in it. I love it. Here's the spare. Thanks. Right. Wow, this is awesome. So these Legos are like. There's a banana who came with them. Too much fun. Them too. Here's the list of all the other figures oh, nice. that come with it. I love this. I'll get the notes ready to talk about Raquel Welsh's episode of The Muppet Show, Please, episode 311. Whole, I love how they tell you how to play with it. I know. Hold the, hold the banana upright and talk into the microphone. Waka waka. Oh, animals under him. Animal comes with a drum set. Yeah. And then... With too many pieces. It looks like Hedges has a toaster. It's a laptop that has <laughs> scooter on it. Oh, that, that's weird. Hedges. How did you decide which one is Benson and which one is Hedges? Well, he sits this way. Because okay. I, I live in America. I read right to left. <laughs> Megan, all right. Let's get things started. All right. All right. We're going to get things started. Cold open. Scooter finds Raquel Welsh learning Shakespeare to try to change her image. Already, ugh. Well, you do what you want, Miss Welch. On this show, you don't have to dress up in any of those scanty, revealing costumes. Oh, thank you, Scooter. Well, not unless you really want to. Because I'm pretty sure Gonzo doesn't identify as man. He's gender fluid, of course. And yeah, you think he's like knocking down? No, that, she's not Camilla. She's not Camilla. Camilla is. I I really do believe they're that's soulmates. Yeah, they're soulmates. But why is he so obsessed with Piggy? He just has like it. He's tempted by Piggy. You think Gonzo's obsessed with Piggy? Tempted by the fruit of a piggy. In Muppet Babies, he is. Is he? Yeah. I don't remember that at and all. And then in one episode, I guess, of The Muppets. I mean, I bought that Blu-ray, and it's it's remarkably unwatchable. The oh, Muppet The Babies. Muppet Babies? <laughs> it's remarkably unwatchable. Is, I don't know. I wonder if people who used to watch The Muppet Babies as they were kids has, like, less ADHD than your average person. Because, like, 
They had to watch the pacing of that. So it no, it's them down. us, Megan. <laughs> <laughs> we watched that as children and it didn't help us. I think we would have been worse is what I'm saying without it. So the Muppet Show <laughs> theme Burgard is hit in the head with a sandbag and flowers come out of Gonzo's trumpet. Cute. After Kermit introduces Raquel, the jealous Miss Piggy comes on stage to gripe. When Tired. Kermit tells her that tonight's show features one of the sexiest ladies alive, Piggy reminds him that they that they get that every night. Then, just as Kermit is introducing Raquel as curvaceous and desirable, Scooter enters to inform the frog that she is changing her image. <sighs> this is like, oh, we're going to take someone who's over-sexualized and we're going to pretend we're not over-sexualizing her, but we're going to over-sexualize her. Or it's just like everybody just becomes like, oh, they can, they're like sharks. It's like... Sex is in the air, blood is in like, the water, you know? Yeah, They're like, like ah! we have to. These Muppets might start jerking it at yes. any moment <laughs> to Raquel's yes, presence. Yes, movie with Melissa McCarthy. <laughs> I've never seen it. I have. Happy Time Murders? Yeah, I think I saw it in the theater. Oh my God. Sorry. So Raquel Welsh's <laughs> opening number hasn't changed her image too much when she dances and fights Ooh, with the giant spider while singing, Baby, It's Me. What is this song, Baby, It's Me? Bye-bye. Read the lyrics. Was it weird? She sings a weird song. I mean, yeah, she's dressed in like a prehistoric costume and this giant spider is interesting she's I thought like that was cool. i want to walk like you the spider was cool the puppetry of this was good yeah like Honestly. that it like it was on like a big wire too and it would move like and it was cool it looked like the black and smoke downs. and lost it was yeah. like its own like mm-hmm. it's like the butt had its own thing yeah it was kind of a cool thing, but I don't know what the hell she was singing about. It's Honestly, it was so song. boring. So, have you been paying attention to like popular culture this weekend? I'm trying, but I've been doing yard work and stuff. So, tell me what happened. Did you see that Stranger Things season four has come out? Oh, Kate, and something Gen about Z Kate Bush. Is Everybody's like, like obsessed with Kate Bush now. Yeah, but I'm here for it because I love Kate Bush with the character Max. I haven't watched Stranger Things in a little while. Doesn't hurt me. And she goes to like the Upside Down, and like that's the song that plays. Over oh, really? The sequence is running, running up, up that hill. hill. Yeah, there's so many other Kate Bush songs that are so good. I know, but that one is great. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it's like every time I hear Kate Bush played, it's always that song, and I'm like, uh-huh. oh my god. Her albums are, she's bizarre and wild. Like, yeah. How come we haven't heard like Army Dreamers or something? Like, that's like Yo, a weird okay, song. Okay, so then we were talking right? about this today and I was like, oh, that's so cool that this song is getting so much and attention. Then, uh-huh. You know, she wrote that song? What song? Women's Work. And it was featured in that song Love and Basketball, but like this guy covered it and that uh-huh. version was I don't understand why the only song that ever gets covered is Running Up That Hill. It's really rare that another song gets covered. Yeah, I mean, like, there's a really good cover of Hounds of Love. <gasps> there is? By I think this I heard English it. band. I can't remember what their name is. Oh, my God. But it's really good. I'll text it to you. I like the I Hounds of Love. It. She's great, Kate Bush. Honestly, and her SNL in, in 75, I think she was on her 76. Such it was a weird like, performance. That, like, it was performance ball. art. It Rolling wasn't just. The... I broke Fozzie. Um, I really appreciated that. It reminds me of like what they've been doing lately with SNL with the musical performances. And then she sings Worthington Heights, I think. It's me. 
anyway, she's so terrific, and I love her. And yeah, so so anyway, they played running up that hill, and it was hers. Yeah, yeah, it was like the true but version. It was, a, it was a true version. Like it, it was wasn't like, like yeah on the scene that was yeah was and everybody's gagged over it. Yeah, yeah. and it's like hitting so number people, one in the Billboard good, charts now. Good for Kate Bush. She deserves it. Yeah, because you know she was never as popular here in the U.S. as she Mm-mm. was in, in the U.K. No. And she, like, I don't know, she's one of those artists that's, like, the founding artists of, like, the indie rock movement to Absolutely. a degree. With, like, her experimental, like... And she's bananas. She's, yeah. And her voice is unbelievably good. Like, she's the like range that she wave. has. She's, like, not just new wave. She's not just... She's so yeah. much. And, it's, yeah. and, and she's entertaining while she does mm-hmm. it. So, I love it. I love Kate Bush. Backstage, Kermit and Floyd watch Raquel's too perfect performance. I'm too perfect for this performance. <laughs> he, he enters to question the supposed change of image, to which Kermit responds, "Well, she might be changing her image, but you wouldn't want her to change the rest of that." Okay. Like we get it, Kermit. You, you want to fuck anyone other than Piggy? Like that's all you have to say. They should have let Richard Hunt write this episode. Instead of, like, these drooling fucking whatevers. <laughs> Gonzo introduces a complete contrast to Raquel Welsh, in addition to every man, <gasps> woman, and child on Earth, sings Jamboree. Okay. I liked this I a liked lot. I liked this a lot, and it's kind of, like, in his head. And you gotta see rats floating by on pink balloons and fuzzy things on the loose. Jamboree. You got a jamboree. Yes. Which that it I ends love. with like everything kind of disappearing. And that was back, wild. Uh-huh. But I was like, whoa. Imagine if they if it didn't come back, it wouldn't I don't think it would be for kids in a way. So, okay, I'm looking this up now, Megan. This is very interesting. This is one of two songs for which Frank Oz is credited as the songwriter. The other song is your favorite from last week, the rhyming song. Frank Oz wrote the rhyming song. Frank Oz wrote the rhyming song and Jamboree. I like them both. That's really cool. Rhyming. I had that stupid song. That you text me the other day and you're like, I had the rhyming song in my head. I'm like, how? I'm just like in my head singing that goddamn song. It's wild. This was a lot of fun though. I really loved like the. Gonzo's adorable. The bizarre, yeah, like in his headiness of this whole bit. Fozzie refuses to perform his monologue, claiming that he will not buy <laughs> friends with laughter. This whole group thing. He determines that his problem was his need to tell jokes. Floyd agrees, saying that was their problem, too. When the announcement yeah. that Fozzie will not perform his act that night is met with thunderous applause, Fozzie assumes that they are applauding for him and decides to go on. It's too late, though. Kermit has already introduced the next act. Uh-oh, but this is funny because he this, like, tells jokes over at the dance. A brilliant way to do this. I love and I it. love that at the dance, dancers were like, oh, we have a way. We do this. We know how we're doing this. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You we have the answers up, to we're all gonna these knock jokes. Them down. Yeah. yeah, we have, exactly. We have the answers to all these the jokes. The one with the fryer and the chipmunk. Because they're not punchlines. They're <laughs> answers. They're answers. <laughs> no, you're right. They are answers. We finished eating the ice pop, and this is the answer to the joke on the other end of the stick. At the dance, determined to perform his act, Fozzie interrupts the sketch, but the dancers keep stealing his jokes. The ballroom is filled with unusual couples. Chopped liver with Afghan hound, Harold with Kuzbanian foob, and two monks. (laughs) Two monks dancing together. Yeah. 
this was a funny way to bring. I like that if they're going to keep doing at the dance, they're like shaking it up a little bit. Definitely, there were new Muppets in this. There were some new Muppets. There was a newish format. Oh this yeah, is much more appreciated. I liked it. This next bit strikes me really confusing. I was uncomfortable watching this. And really? Yeah, and Frank Oz was. It's hard with Frank Oz doing this role because it's his piggy, but like, it's. Yeah, why is it just Piggy? It's Piggy. It's like Fozzie doing an impression of Piggy. I don't know. And like so, all these like things, the Muppet xylophone. What are they called? The Muppaphone. The Muppaphone. UK spot. Kermit it's talks to Marvin spot. Suggs to discuss his sometimes dark nature, the sometimes dark nature of the Muppaphone. Marvin claims that he's not a cruel man, but his behavior towards his little shaggy musicians contradicts his talk. <laughs> Marvin, the question that most people ask... Oh, the answer is mutual love and respect. The Muppophones, they adore me. Shut up! This voice is so weird. Why is it just... I hate it. Piggy. I don't like it. Frank, do a better job. I thought this was a cool concept, The movement is great. He's great as this character in the movement, but he, like... It takes him like he. There is a differentiation between him and Piggy, but it takes him a minute to to like find it yes. every time. he And does they don't let him find, find it, it before. Oh, yeah, I know. Like he should be off doing the voice, whatever. Like, and then once it cracks and you figure it out exactly. and you get it, that's when you pick it up. Instead, it feels like they just go action, and he goes, uh, you know, like and has yeah. to figure it out. <laughs> and then on top of that, like that, this is the UK spot is weird to me. I like the idea of a segment where they're going to give further information on, like, these other Muppets, you know? I did, too. This is where you could get an interview, maybe, for um, for Gladys, for oh Beauregard, God, for, you know... Gladys. Maybe it'll happen. Maybe This was. feels like the prime spot for it, you know? You don't really need him to interview Dr. Teeth, to interview Scooter. You get their deal. You know, you see them in a tons of other shit, too. Yep. So backstage, Fozzie cannot bring himself to t- go talk to Raquel Welsh. Scooter encourages him to do so. And the enamored gopher rubs his face where Raquel has already kissed him. Okay. I, like, I don't know. This whole, this whole segment is what you were fearing having to talk about, right? And then the next thing with Fozzie and her, I can't. It when he so comes down from so her dressing room, she tells Fozzie that one of the main reasons she wanted to be on The Muppet Show was so she could work with him. She holds Fozzie close and sings, Confide to me, to him. The starlight show On a night like this I insist you try Oh, oh, Raquel, you are terrific. On the contrary, Fozzie, you're the one that's terrific. Me? Uh-huh. You know, just being here kind of close to you, I've noticed that you're really very charming. Charming? Mm-hmm. And even witty. And even witty. Confide in me to him. No. Thank God for the Swedish chef after this. Yeah, like the way she's like caressing him and like he turns to the audience. I thought and they everything. were gonna like make out or he was gonna like start rubbing himself against her and I was like, This is uncomfortable. He is a Muppet. This is are... the horniest episode of the Muppet Show I've ever seen. Yeah, but it's not even like horny in like a sexy way. Oh it's, no. Like, it's totally bizarre and uncomfortable. That's absolutely what I mean. Horny oh. in like that like you're like 
horny, like horned up. Yeah. Like, like you don't know what to do, what you're, what you are, what anything is. Yeah. It's just this like. It, I know. It's just, you're all weird. Like, yeah. Oh, it's like, very. Oh, I'm thinking about this. Oh, she kissed me. Oh, blah, blah, blah. Oh, you want me to come and have tea with you? Yeah. It's like and a weird charge. he was like, can charge. I bring your friend? Uh-huh. No. I. And everyone was laughing and I was like, I am so uncomfortable. Yeah. I hate this. I hate this. And like, not to jump ahead, next week's episode is over-sexualized too in it's, a weird they way. They were left over from... Yes, they, they were coming down yeah, from like yeah, their... Like, yeah. They never got uh, it off on the first no. one, so they had to like extend it. <laughs> so the Swedish chef next prepares chicken in a basket. Funny. Yeah. He's pointing he in this picture to He basketball him. shoots yeah. Camilla. That's Camilla, right? Absolutely. I call into, any chicken Camilla. That's Camilla. That's Camilla. Yep, that's her. Into the basketball hoop and then into a pot. It was fucking funny. It was funny. It's like a great little, like, you know, cut to. So Fozzie, now confident in his ability, shows Kermit the greatest joke in the world. Kermit disagrees, but all is well because Fozzie has a better one. I, I love Fozzie. I feel really badly for him in he, this episode. He's you know, a little it, lost. He had a lot. It His thing, I have a better joke, was a lot better than what it sounds like, too. Uh-huh. It was a little better. He was okay. Yeah. It's this Kel and then now Piggy is with her afterwards. Is Raquel, Raquel, Raquel is the name of one of the fake movies from Seinfeld, right? Is that where I'm getting Raquel <laughs> Welsh confused? It. Maybe. I, I don't think, remember. Okay, so Raquel, Raquel. I have Seinfeld so recently, so... Raquel Raquel is the movie, one of the movies they're going to see early on in Seinfeld. And then Bette Midler plays the titular character <laughs> in Raquel Raquel the musical. Oh, my later God. On. Do you remember that episode? No. Bette Midler, something, 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 ends up in the Seinfeld. hospital Where because of one Seinfeld of the. Seinfeld on Peacock? Seinfeld is all on Netflix. Okay, I'll watch it Easy. on Netflix. Easy. So, um, Seinfeld, somebody ends up. Getting Bette Midler in the hospital. I don't remember why Bette Midler's in the hospital. But then they all can't go see Raquel Raquel. Something and about Jerry's like the Mets, I think, the or Mets. the Yankees. Somebody, I don't so know. Funny. The whole thing is ridiculous, and it just ends with Bette Midler in the hospital. <laughs> and a group of Asian tourists being pissed because Bette Midler isn't going to be on, in their musical that they're going to see. Oh it's instead God. their understudy. And I think Kramer like sold these Asian tourists the tickets oh under the guise that it'd be Bette Midler, but he ended up fucking putting Bette Midler in the hospital. I don't know. Of course he yeah. put Bette Midler in you the really hospital. You really should go back to watch Seinfeld. It, it, it was worth it. I think. Now you have to watch the episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm that Rosie O'Donnell is in. And I have tried chick, so many times to watch Curb. And the chick from um, Transparent, the one sister is in it too. And it's called The Bisexual, I think, the episode. And it consists of what's his name? Um, getting uh, Japanese food takeout. Uh-huh. But he's also competing with Rosie O'Donnell for this woman. Is the woman, is she a grown She's woman? She's transparent, that woman. She was in Transparent. It's yeah. not Gabby Hoffman, right? No. Okay. Because you know Rosie O'Donnell and Gabby Hoffman played the same character in the movie Now and Then. Yes. Right? That's what I immediately thought I of. went on my like fourth grade birthday party with uh-huh. like my friends went to go see that movie with me. Uh-huh. My mom like paid for everybody that we went to like Big Ed's Barbecue or something. <laughs> Many a birthday ended at Big Ed's Barbecue. Oh my, I used to go to the roller skating rink, and I think that was like the first year I did something else. Mm-hmm. So I've never seen the movie Now and Then. 
I wasn't allowed to as a kid. I don't know why. It's a seminal movie, for, especially for, for girls. For young girls, I think <laughs> is the problem. <laughs> Babysitter's Club, seen it. Yeah. Now but and Now then, and Then is a good movie. It. It's a good My movie. My Girl, seen it. My Girl 2, seen it. Never seen Now and Then. Okay. Well, you're going to have to. I got to rectify it. You have to see it. I do know that Gabby Hoffman, Christina Ricci, Rosie O'Donnell, it's, Demi Moore. It's really good. It. It's really good. Maybe Christina Ricci is And it's a, is it's a summer movie. Christina Ricci is Rosie. Right? So yeah. then maybe Gabby Hoffman is Demi Moore. Yes, you're that right. Might sync up it is Demi Moore, I think. But it's a really good movie and it's like it's like Stand By Me but with girls. It's Stand like, By Me. Yeah, it's like that with girls. Yeah. It's good. It's a Stand By Me for girls. That's how I would describe that movie. Stand By Girls. Except better. Because Stand by so there's me for like girls, but better. It's like a future past. Stand By Me the leeches scene used to scare the shit out of yeah. me. Yeah. Like scare the shit out like, of me. Like I never want to go into a lake like I that. I don't like anything. to go into I'm natural sc- water I don't like go into that a lake. because of that. <sighs> so Miss Piggy goes to Raquel's dressing room to welcome her to the show. I love that she, Miss Piggy's welcoming her at like literally the end of the show. They discuss the burden of being an international sex goddess. Piggy soon learns, though, that Raquel has prepared a solo number. Feed the baby, grease the car, and powder my face all at the same time. Get all dressed up, go out and swing till 4 a.m. and then lay down at 5, jump up at 6, and start all over again. Cause I'm a woman. So, speaking of Piggy being a, a um, a um, international a sex woman. goddess. Oof. Yeah, that whole number is very cringy. W-O-M-A-N. But, we unfortunately <laughs> lost Ray Liotta a couple days ago. Aww. A phenomenal actor. Truly, really, like... Truly. Karina Karina, have you when, seen that one? I've never seen that one. What? No, I think I have. That's with Tina Majorino, yeah, right? I think she, I have like, seen that. she doesn't go to school. Yeah. And she can't spell vacuum. But I forgot that... Um, I can't spell vacuum. Uh, I forgot <laughs> that he's the voice of Tommy Versetti from fucking Grand Theft Auto Vice City. Which I just spent like three months playing. Out of it here. Yeah. He plays a character. He's the main character. Oh my God. I love that they got Ray Liotta. Yeah. He's in so many good things. He's from New Jersey. Of course he is. Of course he is. With those blue eyes. We have all like the good ones. That like, yeah, that Frankie Blue Eyes is a Ray Blue Eyes. So apparently for Variety a couple years back, he was interviewed and he was asked what it was like to work with Miss Piggy. And he said, she's a bitch. But she is the only celebrity in Hollywood that I have slept with, which I thought was very funny, funny. and plays true to Miss Piggy being an international sex goddess. Don't she tell slept her with, me. She has slept with Ray Liotta. That's good for, canon. Good for Piggy. Good for Piggy. Yeah, hopefully it's like Goodfellas Ray Liotta, not this is later Piggy years Chantix. Chantix? <laughs> Remember those commercials he was doing? To like quit smoking cigarettes? He did. Well, he probably used Chantex to quit. I meant, he have said ever, he did. Have you ever heard of people going crazy on Chantex? <laughs> no. Oh my God. Okay. So like apparently my uncle, not, not saying much for him, but he he like tried to hurt my aunt. <laughs> and then I've Christ. heard other things about Chantex. Lisa was telling, my girlfriend was telling me that like other people have had like really weirdo mm. side effects like okay, that. Okay. So R.I.P. Ray Liotta. I hope yeah. Chantex wasn't involved. Sorry, Ray. Yikes. He, he just went into witness protection if it was, right? Yeah. That's yeah. what I always that feel like. That helicopter is following now. him. Yeah. I just always feel like Ray Liotta is in the witness protection program <laughs> because of Goodfellas. I don't know. Anyway. 
This, this episode of The Muppets needs to be canceled. This episode of The Muppets needs a fucking bucket of water dumped on its head. No, but it's not even, like, good horny. It's That's like, what I'm saying. It's that, like, uncontrollable, like... It's, it's like... It's very middle school horny. Okay, okay. Do you know? Do you remember like, those movies? I think they're Van Wilder movies. Yes. Okay. This is did National jer- Lampoon's Yeah, did they pizza- jerk off a bulldog in one of those and put... Probably. The, like, bulldog jizz in, like muffins or something that's disgusting who fucking thinks of that except for a middle school boy that those national that's so fucking movies. nasty oh my god like the American and then now pies. look at Van Wilder uh-huh isn't he like a celebrity now because he does like yeah, Ryan Reynolds is he's huge. in like real guy and he's married to someone Blake Lively yeah yeah he's doing well he's doing fine is he Canadian he's Canadian yeah he was in the original pilot of he's Canadian Sabrina so the, the other Witch. Ryan that everybody loves Ryan. Not Philippi. That one's outdated. What other Ryan does everyone Gosling. Love? Gosling? Still? Yeah. Well, they used to. Remember, he was like a whole meme. He was like an early internet meme. Yeah. Of the new internet, not the old internet. Yeah. Not like Dancing Hamsters old. No, like 20... Remember, that? Remember the baby? 2008, 2008. Ooga, Chaka, Ali McPeel. <laughs> People are like sending that around. Did you watch the trailer for She-Hulk? Yes, I it's did. It's got big Ali McBeal Hell vibes. yeah, it does. It does. <laughs> At first, I was like, I don't know if I like this. Uh-huh. But it's. But I think it's. It's. It's like, like first Tatiana, and foremost listed as a comedy. Tatiana Maslany. Yeah, she's Canadian. Canadian, eh? Mm-hmm. From that, I liked Orphan Black. Yeah. And then I got bored. It yeah, me too. I watched like, like the first two or three first. seasons, me too, like and then two just, or three, and then I was like, yeah. all right. It, you get to the point with some of those shows that are such high concept that they're like, you guys knew what you were doing, and then you started adding to it, and I think you forgot what you had done. Yeah, and you know? like she dresses up as like way too many things, and it's yeah. like okay. This is Even much. like Eddie Murphy and Tyler Perry do it in a movie format for a reason because it's like it's a lot to be like changing characters like that. that. You're comparing Tatiana Maslany's character work on Orphan Black to it's different Eddie Murphy's no, clumps. It's different or Norbit. Oh, sorry. Or, don't touch my. Face. <laughs> it's different, but like, think about it. You're like, no, I, I appreciate they this dress up. Think about Eddie Murphy and the Nutty Professor. Character work is character work. Yes. Okay. He I has hear to play it. the grandma, the grandpa. Mm-hmm. The blah blah blah, like I don't even the know. little kid, yeah, the dad, the himself, the himself, his mom, yeah. his wife, or, or how about his in um, Bowfinger where he plays himself with braces with those crazy glasses? <laughs> All right, let's finish this episode. Let's uh, Kermit determines that although Raquel may not have changed her image on the show, she has certainly changed the Muppets image. Oh, I'm so glad you're not guesting again Raquel Welsh good for you cheers for thanks for coming we made it through this one thanks a lot babe goodbye (sighs) follow us what else do we have here here's (laughs) some notes okay Fleet Scribbler makes his last appearance in this episode no one even knows who that is let's see Fleet Fleet Scribbler oh yeah oh they got rid of him he's cool looking this was like that that guy he was like an undercover reporter remember yeah he's gonna write an article Mm -hmm. Uh, in an interview with Jim Henson he discussed the Muppet Show's audience when he had Raquel Welsh in the studio he had we sorry when we had Raquel Welsh in the in the studio we had a good 150 guys from neighboring studios okay but it wasn't an official audience so again Everyone was so horny. Yes, we get it. That's it's it. It's like That's... literally Paul Rubens in the back of that theater horny. Yes. Yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Megan, this was a really rough one. I remember when I was like a kid and my parents told me that he got arrested for that. And I was thinking like, 
everyone can just forgive him for that. That's okay, right? It's not a big deal. It was like he was in a dirty movie. He was in a dirty movie theater. Yeah. Who cares? Everyone else was cranking their yank in that movie, too, I'm sure. But he wasn't sitting next to anybody. He was, he's like, just, in the back. His problem was that he's Pee Wee Herman. Yeah. Right? Like That's not fair. And he was also Paul, I imagine, when he was there. He's a boat salesman, by the way. From Matilda? <laughs> was that him in that movie? Yeah, it was. But, right, like, he yes, was, was... Paul was there. Yeah, it Paul was not... It was not Pee Wee. It was not Pee Wee. And Pee Wee's perverted Pee-wee? before he became... A kids show you know that right he mm-hmm. did stand and it was like a little bit perverted really yeah his groundlings character i think it was groundlings that started out. <laughs> it was like a little it was blue i love peewee i tried to just do the voice transition i don't know how he does it Pee-wee's still so dumb but like i could i could like Ernest is dumb but i could like never see an Ernest movie no i no because i you know what i haven't seen one since i was uh-huh. a kid anyway I'm yeah you don't need to watch but them. i love peewee i agree he's got a different staying power to him uh, like, I do, for some reason, equate Pee-wee to, like, Elvira. Oh, yeah. To, Pee- well, they both like, came out of Groundlings a little bit. Well, no, she did Groundlings. Am I, yeah, I think she did do Groundlings for a little bit. But no, she she wasn't in Groundlings But, like, those personas that, like, honestly. But they're Paul, friends. Paul Rubens can walk the street. Pee-wee can't. can't. I mean, Elvira, I don't know. Can What's her name? Yeah. Can Sandra she walk Peterson? the street like as a normal Probably woman? Probably not you anymore. Think? Not after the book, right? And, it's like, so she's tough. She's revealed herself, but, I but think... back in the day when she wasn't dressed as Elvira, yeah, she could reveal herself. Yeah, because like, I mean, it's it's a it's hat, very, right? Like, first of all, that's a hat. She's in drag. Yeah, it's straight up drag. Yeah, yeah, she is a drag queen. Wow. Yeah, think about it. She's a fucking drag queen. She's and a drag her, queen. That's her character. Yeah, she's a goth drag queen. Yeah, that's wild to think that. Yeah, she's like, wow, cis woman drag. Oh my God! I feel like you set me up because I <laughs> for Nancy Pelosi. Well, I've been watching Sling, and every third commercial on fucking it's Sling is for this new oh. season of Drag Race, mm-hmm. the All Stars season. And they're Legends. like, and our new, and you know, whatever, lots of special guests, and then they show Nancy Pelosi like, <laughs> and she does like a little clap or whatever. Her and RuPaul must be like, like friend, like business friends. Uh huh. I can understand. I can see business friends, because but I'm she's like, she's been on before. She was on something else. I forget what episode she was on, but she's been on Drag Race before. That's insane. Mm-hmm. Like, That's just I like a guest, like hey, uh-huh. not like a like judges or anything yeah. like that. And what? I don't know if she'll say like Vanna White was just a guest, and she announced like three different runways, but she didn't stay for the judging. She no, le- ended up leaving. So she was there for like I don't know ten minutes of the episode yeah. or something like that, or five minutes. I don't know. I, can't I just thought it was so. I, biz- I thought it was so bizarre. Like, go to fucking work, dog. Uh Like, what are you doing? Mm -hmm. I don't know. I have no patience for politicians lately. Oh, I hate politicians. They're garbage. uh, Yesterday, I mean, I'm dating this episode. Like, all this, like, Ted Cruz, like, when he's, like, eating in the the restaurant. And it's like, oh, he got berated while he was trying to eat dinner. And it's like, good. May that motherfucker never have a meal. Remember when he left? Remember when there was, like, a huge hurricane and all the lights were out in Texas? And he was like, bye! He went on vacation. He was and like, people, I had that vacation scheduled. I wasn't going to cancel, not for an emergency. The state froze. I know. What a piece of shit. He is. All right. Next week, we're going to be watching the James Coco episode, episode 312 of The What is James Coco Show. from? I've never even heard of that. So this episode aired in the UK on December 8th, 1978. It aired in the US on October 12th, 1978. Here is the premise for next week's episode, James Coco, episode 312. Although he initially loves the show, James talks Kermit into adding some razzle-dazzle to dull, slow-moving acts. A very clockwork orange term. 
bit of the old razzle-dazzle. Like the Swedish chef. After messing up several acts with his concepts, including Spanish dancers with the chef and chorus girls in veterinarian's hospital, <laughs> James decides to downsize for his closing number to the point that he's the big man on top. To the point that he's the big man on stage. I don't know why I read that wrong. But you were thinking about peewees. I think it was. Big Top. <laughs> you were thinking about Pee Wee's Big Top. Big Top Pee Wee, it's called, right? All right. So next week Follows. we'll be watching the James. Next week we'll be watching Glenn the James Coco. Coco. Next week we'll be watching the James Coco episode. Coco was the name of the dog that attacked me. I did say that a couple of uh, episodes <laughs> ago. Damn it, Megan. But I'm just saying, every time I hear the this name Coco, a, I'm like, oh. I feel like this is a very new sad drinking game Here's that we've score. initiated. This like what's that? Oh. And you're like, you know, how many people I've slept with that have been like, what's that? And I'm like, is it really that noticeable? I don't think it's that noticeable. Jesus Christ! I haven't slept with a lot of people. I'm just <laughs> making myself sound like I have. Sound like a lot. One person I've Do ever you have any slept people? with. One. <laughs> My husband. I was gonna say it was on your wedding night, right? <laughs> Oh my god! So watch the James Coco episode. Join us here next week. Same. What am I doing? Same bad time, same bad place. Thanks for the gumball, Batman. Follow us on social media at ITTWTM. Uh, message us, something, whatever. Megan, say that thing again. Thanks for the gumball, Batty.